Welcome to Baking and Snack Audio, showcasing the best stories from this month's issue. To read the text version of this article, visit the link in the description or go to www.bakingbusiness.com. Avoiding the Speed Trap Becoming a best-in-class operation doesn't always mean getting to the finish line first. By Dan Malavaney Sometimes it's better to ease up on the pedal and stay within the speed limits. More often than not, everything will get to its destination on time and, in the case of a production line, often with less waste. Maybe that's because a sweet goods operation rarely travels in a straight line, despite best efforts to design it that way. Keeping traffic moving at a steady, orderly, and even a brisk pace helps avoid unexpected breakdowns and nasty pileups. By slowing down a bit, everything runs a lot better in the end, especially when the road is designed to carry the extra load during peak times. When you run slower, the weights will be more accurate, said Hans Besoms, Executive Product Manager, AMF Bakery Systems. In order to run slow but still have a high output, we make the lines wider. This allows us to produce more products across the width of a machine, but at a slower speed. Also, longer runs are more efficient because the start and the end of the production run is never at the correct efficiency which remains the same whether it's a long or short run. Yes, line speed doesn't always determine the rate of production. Rather, Scott McCallie, president of Autobake, a Middleby bakery company, noted that a combination of precision timing and synchronization is also integral to cranking out a high volume of snack cakes, muffins, and other sweet goods. Our entire system has a working width up to 63 inches, which enables us to run relatively slow at less than 30 feet a minute, yet yield a high production throughput of up to 15,000 pounds an hour, he pointed out. John Giacoyo, Vice President of Sales, Rion USA, suggested an operation's maximum efficiency typically depends on the size or specific type of product. Sometimes, reaching that top run rate involves making adjustments up and down the line. If not, you're asking your customers to run a machine outside the optimal capacity, and this helps nobody, Mr. Giacoyo said. Sure, the machine can produce at a faster speed, but this should not be the stated machine capacity if you want it to function properly. The makeup section of a pastry line is usually what will set the speed of a line, especially if you're making minis. By adjusting the length of the makeup section, you can match it to the desired sheeting capacity. On a new line, sweet goods manufacturers will run at a lower speed, then ramp up after signing off on quality assurance and operational key performance indicators. The efficiency of the line does not improve by slowing down the speed, observed Cohen Nichols, manager of marketing and business development for Rondo Industrial Solutions. However, Sometimes, the logistics around the line have a negative effect on the overall efficiency. For example, dough, fat, fillings, toppings, and seeds must be available in the correct quantity and on time. Should this be disrupted, slowing down is often the first action operators take. Injecting snack cakes, for instance, 
requires adjustments based on the fillings, especially with jellies or jams with higher viscosities. They require higher pressure to inject due to the thicker viscosities, said Bob Peck, Vice President of Engineering, E.T. Oaks. So we had to design the internal orifices, the paths to the needles, and the needles themselves so we don't have a high-pressure condition in the manifold, creating excessive deposit velocity. Likewise, bottlenecks and other traffic stoppers crimp efficiency, especially in product handling or when packaging multiple products or for myriad customers. Even producing the same product for two different sales channels, such as retail and food service, can create very unfavorable dynamics that inhibit maximum throughput efficiency, Mr. McCallie said. In a world where skew quantities continue to increase, the best compromise between dedicated versus highly flexible lines is simple. Always buy equipment with flexibility in mind, but operate as a volume producer. He added that auto-bake lines produce breads, cakes, pastries, and cookies in a way that maximizes throughput efficiency. They produce long runs of each category and, as appropriate, freeze an inventory product instead of attempting to produce everything every day based on fluctuating sales volume and mix, Mr. McCallie explained. No time to waste. Adjusting a sweet goods line should be done with minor incremental changes, especially if these tweaks affect upstream and downstream equipment. Here are some examples of issues you can have, observed Randy Kelly, application specialist, Fritch, a multivac company. If you speed up the line too fast, you can overshoot the cycle time at the mixer and ingredient handling system, which can in turn create unnecessary stops and gaps on the sheeting and makeup line. Abruptly slowing down the line, he added, can create a backup at the mixer that creates unusable dough or inconsistent weights in sheeting and makeup. Moreover, operating too slowly or too quickly can also cause unnecessary wear and tear by overworking gearboxes and motors. Nick Magistrelli, Vice President of Sales, Rademacher USA, identified several ways to maximize efficiency to reduce waste. With ingredients, use them according to the specifications and remove the variables that will lead to waste and lower efficiency. When it comes to process parameters, he noted, ensure consistency and maintain temperature control for efficient output and less waste. That's especially crucial during lamination, such as for croissants and Danish, where maintaining a cool temperature prevents the dough from prematurely rising. Additionally, he said, make sure to have proper equipment. Laminated sweet goods, for example, need a robust fat pump in the beginning of the line to handle a variety of butters and shortening to guarantee efficiency. When the final dough sheet is prepared, the makeup table needs to have proper tooling to produce high-quality goods in a repeatable manner while having the flexibility to keep the change over time to a minimum, Mr. Magistrelli said. Such controls during dough formation remain vital to heightening yield and lowering reject rates. Being able to adjust your dough sheet to provide the proper size for each product at the makeup section will keep your trim percentage low and your quality high, Mr. Giacoyo said. As the size and shape of the products change throughout your day, the size of the dough sheet needs to change to reduce trim. 
Limiting time for changeovers allows you to optimize production. Mr. Nichols suggested that easily exchangeable tools condense changeover time. The stability of the product in relation to critical transfers to the next process influences the number of damaged products, he said. Rondo provides sheeting solutions for sweet goods like making donuts shaped out of a continuous dough band. The shape of the product is directly related to the amount of waste. Clever shapes reduce the waste and maximize efficiency. Mr. Beesoms noted that AMF uses the line's greatest capacity to define the waste and scrap percentages and streamline the process as much as possible. Efficiency is not only determined by the makeup system, he said. For maximum efficiency, you would need to take a closer look at the complete process, including the proofer, oven, cooler, and packaging systems. Put it on cruise control. Integrated technology plays a key role in ensuring high-volume production of a large swath of sweet goods. For instance, Mr. McCalley pointed out that the Autobake Serpentine system delivers less than 1% in process losses by operating without stopping or changing speeds from panning through baking and cooling to depanning. Each pan is on a perfect pitch and runs single file through the entire system without touching, transferring, or leaving at any point, he said. This ensures excellent product-to-pan target interface and the most consistent finished product quality in the industrial market. Additionally, he said, it takes only one operator to call up the recipe before the entire line pivots to preset parameters for each part of the process. At many bakeries, the greatest amount of waste occurs after initially firing up the line following scheduled downtime. To quickly fine-tune at the beginning of weekly production, David Moline, Vice President, Sales and Marketing, Moline Machinery, recommended integrating standardized startup procedures into recipe controls. Line speed should be aligned with automated gap adjustment settings for sheeting rollers. As production ramps up, Skilled operators will then tweak the process to tailor it to flour quality, dough consistency, and other variables. With the push of a button, everything can be baselined, Mr. Moline said. Having a starting point is critical no matter what you are doing. Depending on your product, that's where the training comes in because no two doughs are created equal. Yeast doughs are alive, and they change depending on how fresh they are and when they're used. So, you need trained eyes, and that's where original equipment manufacturers can develop baselines for certain products and help train the operator's eyes to make adjustments to keep your efficiencies as high as possible. Fritch's control panels provide data about line speed, production duration, capacity produced per shift, machine hours, and even preventive maintenance reminders. Access by flash drive printout, or remote login, Mr. Kelly said. This data provides a valuable cross-reference from the beginning of processing all the way to packaging. In mixing, you'll be able to see the efficiency of what was produced based off of the batches made, he noted. In packaging, you can see how many products made it into a package and how efficient the entire processing line was. Mr. McCallie pointed out that a single encoder on an autobake system communicates the production speed and position of systems ranging from pan oiling, 
paper cup denesting and batter depositing, to topping and cream injection. He added that an industrial PC acts as performance historian, which logs start cycles, run times, utility consumption, faults, parameter changes by login, and time, to name a few. Mr. Moline said automated roller gap adjustments and dough tension monitoring systems provide much-needed consistency on versatile lines with a bevy of product changeovers. It's difficult to be a true expert with every single product because there are so many of them as opposed to a dedicated, purpose-built line, he said. So, investing in automation is important for lines that are designated for a lot of SKUs right out of the gate. Those dang traffic jams. On sheeting lines, Mr. Moline added, the goal is to identify bottlenecks and maximize throughput. Usually, that's not the sheeting line, he said. Usually, it's going to be oven capacity and bake time. The ovens can only go so fast because the products have to bake for a certain number of seconds. Adding bite-sized sweet goods to a portfolio requires adjustments to the process and even retooling or investments in equipment, such as more complex injection systems if the new snack cakes require fillings. The only challenge is there are a lot more needles because the product is smaller, so there are more rows across, such as 24 across instead of 16 or 18, Mr. Peck said. When turning out minis, bakers must account for smaller needle sizes and the even distribution of cream to a greater number of tiny treats. It's a little challenging, but we've done it enough times where we have addressed the distribution issues and proper needle size on a variety of creams, Mr. Peck said. Viscous fillings such as peanut butter or caramel also need preheating in jacketed vats and tanks from 100 to 130 degrees Fahrenheit to make them flow properly. To maintain those temperatures, all the piping, as well as the injector's aluminum manifold, requires 150 degrees Fahrenheit hot water jacketing, especially if the thermocouple indicates the filling's temperature has fallen below its set point value. Slowing down to work faster is also pertinent with spot depositing. You want to make sure everything is synchronized perfectly, Mr. Moline said. Otherwise, you will have a mess on your hands. When you're dealing with eight lanes of production instead of four, the complexity is just multiplied. You may not have more pounds per hour throughput, but you're dealing with a greater number of moving parts and areas that you must pay attention to. That's where slower, sometimes, does make it more manageable. When starting up a new sweet goods line, Mr. Beesoms advocates both classroom and hands-on training to deliver the best results. First, you must explain what the process is, how to properly operate the equipment on the line, and then execute first runs of production on the line, he said. Typically, this takes at least a week to bring all operational teams up to speed, especially when teaching multiple shift teams. Unfortunately, a lot of companies don't take the time to invest during this development phase. However, this will ensure bakeries achieve maximum efficiency in the shortest time on the line. AMF Trump also trains line operators on trial and error procedures. For example, what do you do when something goes wrong on the line? Mr. Beesoms asked. 
We teach operators what to do in these cases, again, both in class as well as in real life on the line during the startup phase. On makeup lines, he recommended allocating enough space for future additions to make new products. Customers know what they make today, but not necessarily what they will make tomorrow, Mr. Beesom said. The biggest challenge with achieving maximum volume is in the oven. When you make baked products, our Denbor tunnel ovens are of modular design so we can extend them at a later stage. Bottlenecks, like traffic jams, aren't necessarily bad. They're often the sign of a bakery experiencing growing pains, which is good news. When installing a new line, you tend to oversize the system, Mr. Moline said. Today, you may need 10,000 pounds an hour of production, and three to five years from now, it's 12,000 to 15,000 pounds an hour. It's obvious that you want to size the system for 15,000 pounds an hour. For successful bakers, planning ahead is one way to keep traffic flowing smoothly, at least until they encounter the next fork in the road.